0: Love Talk Radio.
1: What what is love?
0: Please take just this two minutes and 32 seconds to breathe. Join us as we breathe and join our breath with God's breath. Love is God and love is you. Welcome today to You Are Okay with Blog Talk Radio. This is Mara. Brian is on the other line. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for enriching our lives and our breath with your breath. On a mountain, in a valley, I behold only God. In hardship, I see Him by my side. In ease and well-being, I behold
1: only God.
0: Like a candle, I melt amidst the sparks of the flame. I behold only God. Good morning, Brian. Thank you for joining me today.
2: Good morning, Mara. It is my pleasure. And good morning to all of you listeners. We are here only to be truly helpful. We are here to represent Christ who sent us. We do not have to worry about what to say or what to do. Because the Christ within us will direct us. We are content to be right here and right now because the Christ that is within us will direct us. We will be healed as we let ourselves be guided to the space wholeness and perfection.
0: Thank you, Brian. The music behind us is Anahata's heaven. And today's topic is the flicker of a match brings light to end darkness. But you know, as I'm sitting here listening to the music, As I'm joining my breath with God's breath, as I'm listening to Brian, and I invite all of you to remember that the word Christ is a word that means Messiah, deliverance. It's not just a man who walked um, in the uh, Bible and is described in the Bible, but it's also deliverance one of the greatest, greatest messengers, reminders of all of us that we are important and valued. And as I sit here, I thought, my guide, I guess is the word many people would say in my job doing it right now, my guide said to me that the reason you have enough light for a lifetime is because it's inside you. And yet so much of our time we spend looking for what we already have. And to me that's, that's almost a profound statement and it's not coming from me. But so much, I'm simply a vessel speaking those words. How much time do you spend externally looking for the light that is already flickering inside of you?
2: If I may, Mara. you
0: look, please, please.
2: This is perfect. You said that so beautifully. How much time do we spend looking for what we already have? The absolute truth, whether we know it or not, is that everything we need, we have right now. Internally, of course, because that we are always in the space of perfection, whether we recognize it or not. But also, externally, we have everything we need right now. There is nothing that we need that is missing in our lives that we therefore have to go out and seek for to bring into our lives to become fulfilled. You could say that all the tools that you need to work with to begin to recognize your own perfection which is within you right here and right now has been put into your hands has been laid before you that you might recognize and use to the end goal of recognizing and experiencing your own perfection. There really is nothing missing. But the fact that we hold the mindset where we believe that there's something wrong, something missing. And so therefore, we go on some External witch hunt to find this thing or these things, whatever the case may be. We're actually spinning our wheels, if you will. We're actually wasting our time and accomplishing nothing in attempting to believe for even an instant that there is something missing that we have to go find, that we have to seek out before we can really get down to the business of experiencing our wholeness and our perfection. And that is a lie. That is a fallacy that holds us back, that delays us from experiencing our own beauty and perfection. And so, of course, what Mara and I speak on each and every week And what many nowadays are speaking on is coming into the experience of now. Recognizing now that you have the opportunity, the capacity, and the potential to experience beauty and perfection, wholeness and love right here and right now. And to be able to do that to be able to experience, to get in touch with these things, all we have to do is release all the excess garbage, the belief that we do not have the opportunity and the potential to experience these things right now. And in releasing those things that block you from the experience and recognition. Of these things. You easily. Fall back into the natural experience. Of who you are. Which once again. Is perfect. Whole and complete. You see we add. A new dimension. To the. Perfection. Of what we are. And in adding this new dimension. In our minds And in our experience we actually reduce the fullness of the experience of who we really are. You could say it is a paradox because in adding, we're actually subtracting. By adding this new dimension where we believe that we are missing something, we are therefore experiencing ourselves as missing something when all the while, in truth, We are nothing more and nothing less than perfection. We are in the middle of perfection. We can't get out of perfection. To use a picture and an analogy now that we've used before, think of a fish in water. The fish is surrounded in water. The fish is made up of water. The fish breathes water. The fish cannot get out of water. We cannot get out of perfection. We cannot get out of God. We cannot have God be out of us. We are stuck in that experience. And that experience is harmonious and beautiful. And in our belief that we are not in that space, that we have to somehow achieve to get back in the good graces of this thing called God and therefore earn back our perfection. Earn back our immortality is merely a state of mind which holds us back from the actuality of the truth of what is taking place right here, right now always, and forever. So it is yeah. learning to recognize that it's our mindset, our belief that we have to go out there and accomplish something outside of ourselves to experience our perfection that holds us back from the simple choice of letting that go and recognizing the perfection that is already within us right here, right now, and always. And therefore tapping in and touching and therefore experiencing that space once again. And the more we do this, the easier it becomes to recognize it in every instance in our life until we no longer forget about this space and we no longer are connected to this space. And we find ourselves back in the wholeness who we really are
0: that is so true that is so true and folks you know even if you can get close to believing that you're perfect no matter what everyone else around you is saying it's an equal task to think that others are perfect so it's it's a two-dimension thing I said to someone recently, I was, I was having this interview, and I said, well, you know, I, I guess my greatest strength but also my greatest weakness is I think everyone is equal. Wow. I mean, and, and I realize now as we're sitting here listening that that is really the foundation of, of acceptance of other people, too. And so um, if, you, if you go back to uh, when Jesus was asked, because Jesus was a wonderful messenger of light. If you could separate all the religiosity, all the stuff that faiths have put around Jesus' words, and if you could remember that the words were written 600 years after he died. So you've got to put some man in there, and that helps you separate some of the religiosity. And yet those words were so profound some of them, that they still carry forward. God, they were so God-powered, God-empowered. And when Jesus was asked, and this is in Mark, the book of Mark, when Jesus was asked, what are the most important commandments? And let's all breathe these in together, okay? The first one, love God with your heart, your mind, and your soul. And then, love others as you love yourself. So it's actually a two-pronged process here. It's believing you're enough, but then it's believing everyone else is perfect, even in their imperfections that you notice based on your idea about how things should be. That all of this is a perfect formula giving us lessons and opportunities to reach out to be our highest self. And then on the other side, and now we'll go to the Kabbalah, it's like in the beginning we were God. Everything was perfect. There was no challenge, no stress, no opportunity to grow and feel the wonder of the light inside of you as it explodes when you make a right choice in a very difficult situation, and nor there was no opportunity to experience the recognition of love, forgiveness, when you made a poor choice, because there were no choices. Everything was perfect. And then one day God thought, hmm, how do I handle this because I would like to experience more. So if you envision mankind as a base, God, as a full, complete vase, we are whole and one. And Jesus told us that, for those of you who would prefer to talk in Christian terms. We are of the body, and the body is one. So we took the vase and threw it down on the ground and let it shatter into a million pieces, a zillion pieces, to go all around the universe. and then then decided to have us only have a flickering flame of memory, that we are part of a vase. And then we restore that memory to ourselves. We bring it back to ourselves. We are part of a vase. And there are times when we act as though we are part of the vase, and there are times when we act as though we are all shattered pieces, and we keep us shattered. The phenomenality of that concept, we keep us shattered. And now there are 10,000 and more messengers, something that was prophesied in the Bible. There are 10,000 messengers here on earth, right now, delivering exactly the message that Brian and I are delivering because so many people forgot love others as you love yourself. So many people became so caught up in practical terms with having their foot on someone else in order to feel enough that we have to talk with you and remind you, and invite you to remember, invite you to feel the glory and the holiness within you. The holiness within you. We are of the body, and the body is one. The Hindus call it maya, seeing through, or maya, seeing through the maya of it all, seeing through the delusion that we are separate from God. The Jewish speak about it in terms of Kabbalah. Maybe they don't, that's probably a popular new Kabbalah concept of breaking the vase, but it gets the idea across that we are all part of God. And what Brian and I do is we come here Sunday after Sunday and talk about the now and letting go of judgments. And you know, when I think about it, what's different between what we do and what I used to hear in church was. My minister used to tell us what we shouldn't be doing. So it was Sunday after Sunday. A while Brian and I had been doing this for two years, and at some point I thought, my gosh, are you all getting tired? And yet we have steady, regular listeners. We lost a few when we switched to 830, but um, I think they listen in the archives because we have a good archival listening. But it wouldn't matter if there were only one person out there. Because we have one person who can hear the message that you are valuable just as you are. But my friend, the other part of the formula is it's us and them to create one. They are okay too. And when we take something and we turn it to the positive cast instead of to the negative cast, we are like turning up the pilot light inside of us. We are opening ourselves up to light. So if you hear someone starting to change their opinion of you, you can become consumed with the concept that they, oh my gosh, they didn't see the wonder of me to begin with, or you could take joy that they are beginning to see the true you and work on enhancing that you and allowing them their perception. And when someone does something that wrongs you, you can recognize them for who they are. And instead of reacting in anger, going to your lowest basis self. I pulled cards yesterday and and I love this card and I should do this every day probably, but it's a conversation cards with Neil Donald Walsh and it says, Mine is always your highest thought. Your cleanest, clearest word, clearest word, not cleanest, clearest word, your grandest feeling. And so when somebody does something to you that causes you to rethink and and feel angry and you feel the emotions of anger, you step back, thank that person for providing you opportunity to listen to their words in love and thank Buddha for reminding us if our words do not add to the moment then the moment is probably left best untouched all of these things all of these emotions everything that's going on is all the formula of life. And yet, what we miss, what somehow we have forgotten, what somehow man has decided because of the nature of our species, is there can only be a few who are enough. Everyone isn't equal. Everyone can't be equal in the eyes of God. Because how could heaven be that large? And Brian and I are here to tell you it is. We're all going home. There is no Judgment Day at the end. What there is are times when we are not our highest self here, that we judge ourselves because we harm our fellow brothers and sisters. We are of the body, and the body is one. So when we say something that maligns another person, and we all have we are maligning ourselves. We haven't added to that moment. We haven't done unto that person as we would like someone to do unto us if we were acting as they were are acting. It's all there. It's all there in the words of the great leaders, the great spiritual advisors that have come to us. But we become afraid to listen to words that don't fit into a sect that we are a part of. So we start the program uh, on a mountain, in a valley, I behold only God. In hardship, I see him by my side. In ease and well-being, I behold only God. Like a candle, I melt. Amidst the sparks of the flames, I behold only God. That's a Muslim, Islam, Rabia the mystic, quote. The reminders are there for all of us. But until we can remember, it's a two-part formula. You're watching your own behavior and you're accepting and loving others, no matter what their behavior is, because that's what they watch. And that we are all here to guide each other back to a remembrance of our connection one to the other. That's what life is about. And that's worth talking about every week. Because it's not about don't be this and don't be that and don't do do. do, do. It's about if you fall down and crack your knee That's
2: okay. You're still loved. Mara, you said these words multiple, multiple times. And these words just kept flashing in my mind as you were saying them. And it's so so perfect. And these two words will remember and notice. The remember part, which you said so beautifully multiple times, and the way I could say it to maybe have a few of you out there who are listening hear it in a different way that might register differently for you, would be to say, at our deepest being, another way I could say it is, in every cell of our body, somewhere At a deep, deep space within each cell is the remembrance of who we really are, the perfection, the wholeness, and the beautiful one that we are. It resides within us. No matter how much we try to cover it up, no matter how much we try to give our attention elsewhere, this space within us remains. And Mars speaks on it beautifully at the beginning of every show. When she does, quote, "There would be the mystic quote. There is a spark within us, a little flicker of light, that as we give our attention to, now here's the noticing part, attention, noticing, observing, awareness, as we start to give our attention to this space within us, we begin to remember who we really are. And guess what? All of life, who you really are is awareness, is consciousness, which means noticing, observing, registering with, taking part in, however you want to say it, the moment you become aware of something, you're now involved with it. For instance, I've given this analogy before, and this is what is popping into my head, so I will share it now. If you were walking down the same hallway as you went into work every day and didn't notice a plant or didn't notice a little end table, didn't notice a desk, whatever, if there was something that you walked by many, many times before and had not noticed them, and then all of a sudden one day you notice it, and you say to someone, wow, when did we get this? And the person replies, that's been there for years. The moment we noticed it, we can now take it into account, if you will. It can It now becomes part of our reality, and we can work with it. The moment a new insight, the moment we have an aha moment, we can now work with that thing. We can now include it in our experience. And in including something in our experience, you could say, quite aptly, that our experience expands. We now have more of the piece of the puzzle to work with. And as we have more and more and more of the puzzle, of the pieces of the puzzle, to work with, we're able to see more, experience more, and continue the expansion of the recognition of who we really are. And to add the pieces to the puzzle is really a relaxing into life. Taking the time to sit back and just notice and observe and become more aware of your surroundings, of what you're feeling what you're experiencing, and so on and so forth. But so often, we've all been trained, if you will. We've all taught one another that the way to live life is to be on the go, be on the move, now, 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 get things done. There's no time to waste. Life is short. All these concepts that you don't take the time to do anything, that you try as hard as you can, as fast as you can to accomplish because you got that's how life is works. That's how life is. But all this waste of energy, all this energy given towards attempting to accomplish so much outside of yourself without giving any time inside yourself, is exactly the opposite of accomplishing anything. Because it doesn't matter how much you do outside of yourself. if you don't do anything in your daily life while being connected with inside of yourself, knowing who you really are, I tell you that nothing real and lasting is accomplished. It is what Jesus said long ago, that if you build your house upon the sand, it shall fall. But if you build your house upon the rock, no movement will knock it down. The rock that that Jesus was speaking on it's the perfection and wholeness, the beauty and the love within you. This spark that Mara and I speak on each week. This experience of recognizing who you really are. And that everything is indeed okay. As it is right here and right now. Mara said earlier, quoting Jesus, that we are the body and the body is one. Well, let us change that one word, body, to the experience of God. We are the experience of God, and God is one. If we're not recognizing that, if we're not being aware of that, and noticing it, and therefore not including it in our experience, then we will remain blind To the truth that is all around us, right there in front of us, that we pass by each and every day, and in the moment that we recognize it, in finally letting it in, relaxing enough, taking the time to take a deep breath, and to let go, and to stop trying to accomplish anything. In the moment that we stop trying to accomplish anything and we just allow ourselves to relax and breathe, in that instance, a new experience, a new awareness, an aha moment enters our mind. Do you know how many of the greatest inventors in this world, in the history of this world, came to the greatest point of, of accomplishment in what they were trying to accomplish when they let go, when they stopped trying to accomplish that thing that they were set out to accomplish. For instance, Albert Einstein himself said that his greatest place for invention was the bathroom. When he would sit down and he would stop thinking about what he was trying to invent next or figure out next in his mathematical equation. And in that moment, pop! It hit him in the head. He saw the light. He saw the key. And he can now move forward and make some of the most wonderful thoughts and mathematical equations to explain things and whatnot. It is in letting go and stop trying to sit there and rack our brains to figure out what's going on that we finally find out what's going on and how we can solve it or resolve any situation, move through and move beyond any wall, any blockage into the space of peace and harmony. And Mara and I speak about it every week. Are we taking the time to come back into our peace when we've lost our peace? Are we recognizing, becoming aware and noticing that we have stepped out of our peace, remembering that no one can take us out of our peace, that we were the ones who stepped out of it, and we are the only ones who can step back in it. And stepping back into your peace is letting go of the things that are keeping you outside of peace. Because you are making a prisoner of your own self by giving your attention outside of yourself. And peace is always within you. And as you tap into the peace within you, then, and only from that space and that experience, is your life a reflection, your actions, your words, and your behaviors a reflection of this peaceful experience within you. Let us not forget that it all begins within. And to come within, the only requirement is to let go of everything outside of you. All of your thoughts, all of your worries, all of your cares, and all of the thoughts that tell you that you don't have time for this, that you really got to take action on this because time's wasting. Let all that go. Relax and come back into
0: who you really are. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have about 23 minutes left. And what I'm going to do is do, we're going to have two guided meditations today, and I'm going to guide you through a process of realigning your thinking. Switching from negative to positive. And I'm going to do that through Suspiria's Electric Sea of Tranquility. And then we're going to come back and Brian will take us out in a meditation that pulls it all together. So if you could all just join me now and put yourself into a comfortable position. Whatever that is, everyone has their own. The only thing I encourage you to do is find a comfortable position where you don't fall asleep. We as humans tend to ignite our minds so much that when we feel the overwhelming presence of God, as we link our breath with God's breath, we are at such peace that we go to sleep. And so many times that may be why you see the stiff posture, what appears to be stiff yoga-type posture. So if you could just start breathing with me, please, pulling the breath in, in long, long breaths. I encourage people to practice with at breathing through their feet. The people who have been students with me have indicated that that helps them breathe long breaths. So you're pulling the breath up through the front of your calves, across your thighs, and you're going to cross over your hips, your buttocks, and now you're going to come into your divining God, your chakras, and you're going to breathe them full of loving energy. Letting go of baseless fears, opening up your zone of creativity, your zone of healing, your heart resting back your shoulders and daring to allow your heart to be exposed. And as we do this exercise that I'm going to lead you through, it's very important that you allow your heart to be exposed. Knowing that you are enough in yourself without any meaning from anyone else. And then we're going to come up, we're going to come up to the zone of forgiveness, your voice box, where most of our words Hurt and harm have gone out and where other words have come to us. And now it's moving out. Let's take the breath up to the zone of manifestation in your third eye. And I want to manifest you to manifest yourself smiling. And now pull your breath up and open up the top of your head, your crown chakra. And allow your breath to merge with God's breath. As you reach out your dominant hand and take the hand of God beside you. And as you blow out your breath, reach out your non dominant hand and take the hand of your neighbor's God. So that we form a circle of man, God, man, God, man, God. And now, as you're sitting in this circle, in the shrouded protection, Be surrounded by God. You have your unique spot, although you're joined with everyone else in the circle. You're breathing in, I am loved. And as you breathe out, breathe out, I am enough. And now allow in your mind's eye, you to see the things that have troubled you over the last week, except as those things come into your mind's eye, I want you to see them spinning, not full circles, because you would come back to where you were, half circles. and I want you to look at the event through the other person's eye. I want you to envelop that other person with love and now allow your mind to reconstruct what happened into a lesson in love for you instead of someone's changing their opinion about you Being a negative thing, it's like, wow, that's a good opportunity. Now they'll get to really know me. Instead of someone stole from me, that person must have really needed if they were desperate enough to take. If someone interrupted you during your crowning word moment, see that act as their having a word that would enhance what you said, not take away. That would expand what was going on. Oh, I think some of you have much older stuff. Not just this last week, but older. And it's pushing its way through the door. And my question for you is, why are you opening that door? So as you're sitting there, reconstruct and think, do I really need to open the door to the old pains? Do I really need to remind myself of why it is that I have been as I have been? Instead, I would like you to think, that was then and this is now. open yourself up to allowing that door to remain closed. But what you're going to do is you are now, remember I took you to the zone of manifestation, you're going to send loving energy through the keyhole on the door. It doesn't have a keyhole. Imagine one. Manifest one. And you are going to fill that hole with a bright light from your third eye. And the light is going to be sharp like a bolt going through the keyhole. And to everything in the past on the other side of the door, you are going to send love and appreciation because it helped you to come to this place. This now, and to know this peace. You would not be the perfect you that you are had you not experienced all that you have. And now, sit here. Surrounded by God, breathing in and breathing out. So every time something comes to your mind about how another has harmed you, I want you to visualize you twisting it halfway and looking how you can grow from what happened. And know that when you respond to someone who treats you negatively, positively, it gives them a chance to restructure their behavior, an opportunity to reform, reformat. Sitting here in this blissful place, peace. I'm now going to put on some music and invite Brian to take us out on the show. And I'm going to put on Daniel Kobayaka's Pathless Journey, a lovely song.
2: Thank you, Maura. Thank you. Now is the time that Mara and I speak on. Now is the real, tangible, practical time to take the time to partake in experiencing this spark of light within us. So let that be our focus now as we allow ourselves to relax, to let go, and to feel this space, to become more familiar with it, and to recognize it more deeply, so that we might Live from this space more often and therefore experience more of the joy, the peace, and the love that we all desire to experience in our lives. So in closing your eyes now and allowing yourself to relax. Allowing yourself to let go. Allowing your breath to find its natural pattern. And just noticing and being with the breath now as you let the body breathe in Feel yourself sinking into your chair or into the floor, whatever your position may be. Feel yourself relaxing and letting go. Don't try to accomplish anything. Except for letting go of everything. Whenever you feel tension or stress or worry within your mind or your body, simply bring your attention to that experience. Recognize that that experience is a restriction a limitation and let it go allow it to move on to pass by that you might experience the uninhibited beauty of your natural being who you really are. Keep your attention and focus right now on letting go. Relaxing and being at peace. Breathing slowly and deeply You open yourself up more and more and more to the wondrous beauty of who you really are. In letting go, you are not trying to do anything in particular. In not trying to do anything in particular other than letting go you will begin to recognize and experience and know beyond a shadow of a doubt that in this space in this time that you are taking now you are accomplishing more than anything that you can do with your hands. Tapping into this space once again. Recognizing this space once again. And experiencing this space once again is helping to change and shift every area of your life. For all of life begins within the mind. All of life is centralized in the mind of God. But when you come up with your own interpretation of what life is all about, bringing negativity into perfection, you close yourself off and lock yourself into this other experience, this limited experience. And that limited experience is nothing more than a fantasy. Like thinking to yourself by right now, a pink elephant. You can think of many wonderful things that will never become true in reality. But in opening yourself up to the reality of God which is constant and real you join back with the truth and beauty the natural and effortless experience of who you really are and what God really is. And in letting go and opening up to that space the thoughts that enter your mind will blow your mind if you will you will find yourself experiencing more than you could have ever imagined You will find yourself taking leaps forward in your consciousness and in your experience. And all of this will happen without you attempting to do anything other than letting go and opening yourself up to the beauty and perfection of who you really are. We have become so accustomed to trying to make things happen. And we have expended much energy and experienced much, much stress in these attempts. as these experiences are not necessary nor are they even desired by a one of us but yet we believe that the more we try and the more stressful we experience our lives now one day with a, we'll experience great peace and joy because of our efforts. But I tell you that that idea could be no more incorrect than the truth that these things are within your grasp right here and right now to take hold of these experiences is to try to do nothing but let go for these experiences are already within you and being a part of you there's nothing to grab onto but rather there is only to allow yourself to be them naturally and effortlessly so allow yourself to let go now allow yourself in these next few minutes to just be in the space of beauty and harmony of peace and love and joy And allow yourself to recognize these experiences more deeply. Breathing naturally and effortlessly, you let yourself go into the space of love. Right here. And right now.
0: Thank you all for joining us here today. We're listening now to Catherine Toyama's... um, I'm sorry, I moved away here. Open your heart. Please open your heart to peace this week. And when you feel the struggle and discontent because of what's going on, just remember to say, thank you for everything just the way it is. Peace be with you all. And Brian, thank you for joining me today.
2: My pleasure. And thank you for having me as always. And remember, everyone, that whenever you're struggling against something, you're struggling only against yourself. So in learning to let go of all struggle and strife, you come back into unison with yourself, and therefore oneness. And therefore, peace will be your experience the moment you stop fighting. Thank you all, and be at peace
0: namaste namaste thank you very much Brian